Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever Show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. Frank, hey, what's going on, bud? Frank, hey, happy hump day to you. A lot going on in fantasy football right now. A lot going on in your fantasy football leagues. A lot going on in my fantasy football leagues. A lot to talk about, Greg. How'd you sleep, most importantly? How did I sleep? I've been sleeping very well, man. Poland did something great for me. I don't know what it, what it was. But I've been sleeping very well. That's awesome, man. How have you been sleeping? Uh, I've, you know what? I've been sleeping really well, but I've been waking up very early like, like clockwork. Like, this is the second weekend. Is that around. good or bad? I don't know. I, I think it's bad because the weekends I wake up at the same time, which is kind of an issue. Yeah. But, like, today is the second Wednesday in a row where I've woken up and I've been like, All right, I want to check my phone, I want to check my phone, I want to check my phone. And I want to know if I got these guys off waivers. Yeah, Wednesday mornings are, it's like Christmas. I'll be honest with you, I never was really like that. I didn't think. Like, I was like, whatever, I'll, it'll still be there whenever I wake up. But today, like, I found myself in the middle of the night, like, knowing it was still dark out. Yeah. Wanted to know. That happens to me a lot, too. I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like, should I check what happened in waivers? Nah, I'll just wait till the morning. And then I lay around in bed for, like, 20 minutes, and, you know, I'm either really excited or uh, I'm sulking because I didn't get my guys. I know. I, I, was exci- I was excited. Today, man, it was a crazy waiver period, specifically in the Superflex. We talked about it a lot yesterday. Uh, EY will join us coming up a little bit later on in the program to talk about his leagues. And, Frank, I think we should just dive right in. And I think we should both start um, with our Superflex leagues, right? Because that's what, to me, was the biggest story of the week, basically, right? Like, what do you do in Superflex leagues with these quarterbacks? Mason Rudolph was our top quarterback on the board. In your Superflex, how much did he go for? Yeah, Mason Rudolph went for 17% of the free agent acquisition budget in my league. Your pops, yeah. mentioned yesterday, went to my pops. He lost both Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees. Price. So he ended up getting Mason Rudolph. And, you know, I think the way that we read the situation yesterday, especially with what's going on so far today, we had the report from Sean Payton that, 
You don't necessarily know who's going to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, that they can actually split reps between Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, very sneaky, super flex ad right now as well. But we read the situation correctly that we had Mason Rudolph ranked the highest. It still remains to be seen, but overall, I think his situation, the fact that the Steelers pass the ball as much as they do, the weapons that they have, we ranked Mason Rudolph the highest of those quarterbacks that are stepping up now. It's Daniel Jones and Teddy Bridgewater and potentially Kyle Allen with the Carolina Panthers as well. So goes for 17% of the fab budget in my league, Greg. How much did he go for in yours? So 17%, so really $17 out of 100 is what it was, yep. right? Yep. So for me, in my Superflex, Mason Rudolph went for $66. That's crazy, man. Crazy, I, man. But this is... People try to ask us a fab percentage and it's a, lot like, it's a lot like auction prices, right? right? When we're doing auction drafts, where, yes, we can tell you an idea of how much a player should go for, maybe like a 5% spend. Like, uh, when it comes to James Conner, maybe you spend 40 to $45 uh, dollars in your, whatever, in your auction before the season. And that's what we try to do for fab leagues, but no one really ever knows. And, and every league could be so drastically different from the next. So he goes for 17% in my home league in a Superflex league. In Greg's Superflex league, Mason Rudolph goes for 66%. Greg, how much did you have on Mason Rudolph? I mine is twenty six percent. I had twenty six percent. I had three quarterbacks already. I thought Mason Rudolph really was a great trade ship. I said it a lot yesterday on the program, um, and I felt comfortable with that. The team that got him in my league at sixty six dollars, he started quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and Joe Flacco. He needed him, yeah, quite bad. I'd say so, quite badly. So Mason Rudolph, he was the number one guy. Number two was Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to get into that in just a second. How much did Teddy Bridgewater go for in your league? He was not added. Teddy Bridgewater was not added in, in super my flex. Superflex league. Why yeah. didn't you add him? I don't have enough roster spots, to be honest. My bench is all handcuffs or high upside wide receivers. I have Gardner oh, Minshew as my backup quarterback, as my QB3. I like him more than Bridgewater. Wow. Yeah. Not added. That's crazy. Yeah, I have Justice Hill on my bench. I have Ingram. I, have, I added Chase Edmonds. I also added Frank Gore. been getting Frank Gore everywhere. Perfect. This is not going to uh, go well. And then on my bench, I also have Debo Samuel. I have Hollywood Brown. I can't, I can't drop those guys in a keeper league. Man, oh, it's a keeper league. That's yeah. a little bit, that changes things a little yep. bit. Right. Oh, man, that's so interesting. No Bridgewater there. Yeah, I don't uh, think Joe Flacco was at it either. He's still available. Wow, only Mason Rudolph yeah. goes. Uh, in my league, he went for $26, the same amount that I bid on Mason Rudolph. That's how much Teddy Bridgewater went for. I was the second highest bid at $21. So are you regretful that you didn't get Teddy Bridgewater? I don't think you should be. I'm not. I don't care that I missed out on Bridgewater. But if you wanted to trade one of your other quarterbacks, the thing was, then you would have been I, able to do that if, if you got I Bridgewater. If I would have gotten Bridgewater, I would have made a yeah. trade today, probably for quarterback. I did make another trade in another league. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Teddy Bridgewater, I think, would have just given me flexibility. But if you picked up Teddy Bridgewater, you lost Drew Brees. Like you're the Drew Brees owner. You lost him. So now you, you get Bridgewater to put him in. How nervous are you about Taysom Hill? In fact, Sean Payton today came out and said, yeah, we're going to use two quarterbacks. And like, oh, does that mean like Bridgewater's going to get into a rhythm? And he was like, well, who says Bridgewater's the QB1? And yeah. we're just like, what? Yeah, I saw, I saw Schefter tweeting about this earlier too. We all just assumed Teddy Bridgewater was the next man up behind Drew Brees. Maybe the heir apparent for him as well. They, tra uh, they traded a third-round pick to the New York Jets last year to acquire Teddy Bridgewater. So we were all kind of under this assumption that, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is the next quarterback up. Well, you know, don't assume. You know what they say about assuming? Don't do it. That's not what they say. But overall, uh, <laughs> Sean Payton, there's a little phrase that goes along with it, but uh, I'm going to, you know, 
Can't say that on the air, I guess. But uh, yeah, look, uh, he, Teddy Bridgewater didn't look great this past week when he was filling in for Drew Brees. I said this on the show. I said, you know, I think he's kind of been overvalued for actual NFL purposes as well. And you know, maybe Sean Payton feels the same way. It's frustrating because one of these quarterbacks is going to do well every week. Yeah, they're going to take away from each other. You just don't know which one. Taysom Hill is going to be a monstrous pain in the ass. We'll go around the league with the other waivers and, and how we did and who we got. We'll tell you next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. At the window. Making the trade for Minka Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins. Yeah, they give up their first-round pick next year, but I think it's a good move. Just a year ago, Minka Fitzpatrick was the 11th overall pick in the first round out of Alabama. Will the Steelers win enough games for that pick to be in the 20s, in the late teens? I think they will. I'd gladly give up a first-round pick for a proven commodity in Minka Fitzpatrick for an unknown in a college football player. Watch live weekdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. Back with you, BFFs. He's Frank. I'm Greg. EY, along for the ride in just a few minutes. Kyle Allen, I guess he obviously Bridgewater to go. Kyle Allen to go anywhere. You know, I picked up Kyle Allen in my Superflex. Did you? Yeah, why not? Who'd you end up dropping? Schmuck, probably. All right, yeah, probably Ted Ginn. No, I still when I, when I, I told I, you he I, had no value. I still have him. Um, who did I have? No one else. Uh, no one else bid on him. Kyle yeah. Allen. 
So you're uh, you're gonna be rolling Kyle Allen out there, Greg? Uh, I bid three dollars on Kyle Allen. Out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Uh, Use him as a little uh, bait for the Cam Newton owner. I don't know. Unless the Cam Newton owner picked up someone. I might else. have dropped like Rex Burkhead or something along those. No, I, I dropped Rex Burkhead for Demarcus Robinson, and I dropped some other schmuck I probably won't play ever uh, for Kyle Allen. So you got a few Demarcus Robinson shares, huh? Yeah, I got a lot of Demarcus Robinson yeah. shares. I'm getting him in a second. Yep, but yep, my, yep. my Kyle Allen, the only reason I picked him up was if I traded a quarterback away. I and Jimmy G. I didn't trade Jimmy G. Away, and I traded away my, another one of my quarterbacks. Jimmy G's on a buy next week, so I need to make sure I had a quarterback potentially filling at flex. Makes sense. That's all. Yeah, I mean, even if Kyle Allen plays, we don't really know what's going on with Cam Newton. Yeah, he said there's still a chance he can play. Yesterday we got the report that there was no timetable that he's going to be out, and then today he's still in a walking boot. They said that he needs to at least practice on a limited basis if he's going to be able to play this week. But as of now, I don't know. It's not looking. It's not looking great for Cam Newton. If I'm ranking stuff, I'm ranking Kyle Allen, expecting Cam Newton not to play. I agree. Again, who knows? Especially in a super flex. Like, who knows when it comes to these quarterbacks? That's kind of the way I take it. Um, Demarcus Robinson, I, I got a lot of shares of. I, I, and it's interesting because I didn't really go into yesterday, especially yesterday's show, thinking that I'm the Demarcus Robinson guy. Like, I wasn't. I was a Nelson Aguilar guy going into yesterday's program. But in one of my leagues, Nelson Aguilar went for like $37. I spent 19 on Demarcus Robinson. 37 out of 100? Yeah. Wow. I, w- I spent 19 on Robinson. I'm like, all right, cool. It's not bad. It's yeah, fine. It's probably more so on the aggressive side. Yeah, it was aggressive, but it wasn't like stupid aggressive, I didn't yeah, think. Yeah, he went 23% in my home league. Yeah, so Not fine. dissimilar. In the other league where I got him last night, I spent $14 on him and won a tiebreaker. But it's interesting because I won that tiebreaker at $14. My Nelson Aguilar bid in that league was $9. I tied on that also. And lost. Who would you have rather had? Robinson at 14 or Aguilar at 9? I don't know. I'd rather have Robinson. I know. You, it's $5 more. I would rather have But Ro- this is the Robinson. thing. We ranked it yesterday, Robinson, then Aguilar. Yeah. I don't even know if Aguilar was actually second for you. But, like, I really wanted Aguilar, and I didn't yeah. get him anywhere. I would have had Debo Samuel second, personally. I think Aguilar was probably Samuel was owned third or fourth option. Yeah. Uh, but if Samuel was gone, then, yeah, you're talking about Aguilar as, you know, probably the next one up. I also lost... Uh, on the J- upside is much higher for Robinson, and should be for longer, too. I also lost J.J. Arcega-Whiteside by a dollar in that league. Which is like, I don't All right. I mean, it's not... It's annoying because I still own Ted Ginn and Deion Kane. Oh. Well, that's not great. No. <laughs> that's I- why you get you got to go the Frank strategy, Greg. Just throw in a million I, backup bids. I actually did in this yeah. league, but I bid $2. He went for three. All right. It's not, I mean, it's not crazy. Good, the, the, the I don't good, think you kick yourself. So the good news is tomorrow... Over J.J. Arcega Whiteside. The good news is tomorrow we have the leftovers program. I can figure out who the hell I can pick up instead. <laughs> Probably re-pick up Rex Burkhead. Maybe Will Disley. I'll pick up Will Disley. Why not? You need a tight end? No, my tight end gets hurt. I will. All right. There you go. Goodbye, Deion Kane. Uh, how, so, yeah, I have DeMarcus Robinson everywhere. Hopefully this guy's good. Yeah, I didn't end up with uh, any DeMarcus Robinson really? shares. Went for 23% fab in my home league. I wound up with a few Frank Gore shares last night. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. Got him for 7% of my fab where my RB3 was Kalen Balazs. Yes, Not Kalen Balazs. So I needed another running back. I have Mark Ingram. I have David Johnson. So I, I just wanted to have uh, that extra depth there at the position. I really like Frank Gore this week, too. Like If you have to depend on him as a flex, I don't think it's the craziest thing this week. Going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, Devin Singletary did not practice today with the hamstring injury, so we'll pay attention to that. Frank Gore just had 21 touches. He scored a touchdown. I get it. He's old. It's unsexy, but you know it's just solid running back depth 
for fantasy. I don't see a scenario where Frank Gore uh, is going away for the Buffalo Bills. You know, it's, they're going to continue to split carries between him and Devin Singletary. Greg, in my home league, Nelson Aguilar, 16%. Yeah, man. Bad budget. People like Aguilar a lot more than you do. Now, look, I understand. You like him, you just don't love him. It's a week-to-week basis, right? If you need a wide receiver this week, in a lot of my leagues, I'm actually really strong at wide receiver. In this same league where uh, Fab ran last night, I already have Stephon Diggs. I have Josh Gordon. I have Allen Robinson, Tyrell Williams, Marquise Hollywood Brown. I have Debo Samuel. You know, I don't have an elite wide receiver one, but I have a lot of wide receiver twos and a lot of wide receiver threes. Ultimately, I just didn't need Nelson Aguilar. Someone needed him more than me. 16% of uh, their fab budget. I think that that's probably going to end up being the higher end of where we see Nelson Aguilar go in terms of fab this week, Greg. Nelson Aguilar, a guy that I'm kind of high on, but other people are with me. Where's the other we It's a week to week game. Greg, what do you think about this? It's Greg Olson, 12% of fab it's a lot, to man. Michael Florio yeah. in my home league. That's a it's lot. It's a lot of money, man. It's a I lot mean, of you money. You need a tight end, but. Kyle Allen! Yeah. In, in my league, where is this? I meant to have this up. I apologize. Um, he went for a lot of money in this league, too. We're going to figure out who Florio had as his core, uh, tight end that he needed Greg Olson that badly. So, one team had, uh, in my league, their tight end was Vernon uh, Davis. And very bad. Very bad. So, they went to pick up... Florio has O.J. Howard and still bid 12% of his Why? tab on Greg Olson. When are you ever going to play Greg Olson over O.J. Howard? I don't know. Probably this week. Are you? Is the Giants I haven't, crazy? I haven't done are my you rankings crazy? yet. I haven't done my rankings yet. But look, Greg Olson, at least he's being targeted, Greg. It's not crazy. Okay, Howard the didn't have a target. They're the worst linebackers in the NFL. It doesn't matter. It does. It does. If you're not being used, if you're not back being targeted, it doesn't matter who you're going against. Oh, I love OJ Howard this week. Well, we'll see what happened. Yesterday, uh, we got the report from Bruce Arians. This is uh, not a joke. Quote, the balls will come for OJ Howard. That's, they will. It's <laughs> a fact. Greg Olson, $8 uh, in my league. Uh, $8 in my league. The other ones where we should have talked more about. Oh, them. you know why, Greg? Because Carolina is going up against Arizona, who have been torched by tight ends. Week one, TJ Hawkinson. Last week, Mark Andrews. Greg Olson's probably going to be close to a top five-ish tight end for me this week. It'll be interesting to see if Florio plays him over OJ Howard. I honestly would. The best matchup against tight ends that you could possibly have, and it's not close. For the first like, two you weeks. talk about how bad the Giants' defense is, the Arizona Cardinals hold my beer. Honestly. Two uh, couple of players who we probably should have mentioned earlier or talked more about, Darwin Thompson with the Chiefs. Now, LeJean McCoy is practicing today for Kansas City. On a limited basis. Still practicing. He is practicing. Damian Williams, Williams is not. Is not, yep. Darwin Thompson went for very, very little in my league. Very sneaky ad. Three bucks. Very sneaky. Yeah. I thought that was a very, very sneaky ad. Uh, Devin Smith, your boy, went for seven bucks in this league. Mm, um, more than I'd be willing to pay. How about this? Peyton Barber, $21. You know, I offered him around the league. I drafted him. So you dropped him. I dropped him after week one. I you dropped he, him and kept Deion Kane on your team. No, I think I dropped him for Deion Kane after week one. Well, I like Deion Kane, and I would have told you not to make that move. After week one? You hated Peyton Barber. I wouldn't have dropped him, Actually, though. no. Different league. All right. Different okay, league. you're mixing up your leagues here. I did drop Peyton Barber for yeah, sure. Yeah, but I think people see what he did in week two. They're overreacting to it. Oh, they think they have a starting running back. You know, how long is that going to last? I still think there's going to be games where Ronald Jones gets involved. When they're trailing in games, they're going to use Dari Ogumbawale as well as the pass catcher. So, no, I don't agree with spending over 20% of your fab budget on Peyton Barber. I think people just overreact, and they need running backs, and they freak out, and you know they see the game that he had last week, and ultimately that's why they bid as much as they did. But I agree that in 12-team leagues, you know, if you have five or six bench spots, you probably shouldn't drop Peyton Barber. 
you know, at his worst, he's going to be a bye week replacement. Bye weeks are coming, man. Already by this time next week, we're going to be talking about a couple of teams on bye. The Jets have a bye. The 49ers have a bye. You're going to need Peyton Barber and, and some of those names for bye weeks. Peyton Barber, $21? A little bit too much. I offered, too him, much, I offered sure. him around the league, Frank, for $3. If anyone would have just given me three fab, they could have had him. Yeah, I remember one of your buddies came in uh, in the control room and you were trying to offer him Peyton Barber. I did. For fab. He said no. And then he goes for 21. 21. You're not yeah. asking the right people, Greg. Evidently not, man. I actually, the person that paid 21, I offered it to him. I literally texted him. You want him? I think I might have asked for four fab. Yeah, that's one of those. It's like one of those things where you drop a player and then they go off and then you have to spend big money fab to get them back. That happened to me in week one of the Flex League. I dropped dropped Hollywood Brown like 10 minutes before lineups locked. For Mark, he's Goodwin of all people. And then, obviously, what's happening with Hollywood Brown, I didn't end up getting him back. He went for, I think, close to 20% of fab. For my last pick, my last pick in my home league draft, I was between four wide receivers. Miko Hardman, Debo Samuel, Hollywood Brown, and Trey Quinn. I think we all know who you went with, Greg. This is why I lose. This is why I lose. We'll take a break here. When we come back, Eric Young will join us. I'm going to tell you about my trade as well. We'll get everybody's thoughts on that. Yeah, I want to look at this most dropped list. And I want to get into the most dropped list. Absolutely. We'll continue on. It's the BFFs. Here. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com lose weight now go to fat100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat100.com for free information on 
how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. This is the BFFs. He's Frank Stample. He's Eric Young sitting next to us all show long. Now, EY, what's happening, man? This is exciting. This is exciting. Uh, the Zordon of fantasy football. I'm loving it. The yeah. Overlord. He's Zordon. It. Should we break out another Power Rangers discussion nope. today? We don't. We've gone down that wormhole. It's over. <laughs> The chat was lit with the uh, Power Rangers discussion yesterday. That was the most interaction we've had with the chat all year. In the middle of a fantasy football show, I love it. Of course. Okay, so I want to get into the players that were dropped the most over the past few days. But I was hit with a trade offer this morning. It was the most really enjoyable trade discussions I've ever had. So, you know Mad Max, the guy that uh, bid all that money to Philip Lindsay last year? Yes. So he calls me, as he does most days. And he was going, why would someone spend all this money on Greg Olson? I needed Greg Olson. Why did you spend all that money on Demarcus Robinson? I needed Demarcus Robinson. I was like, oh, if you want him, I could, I could trade him to you. I, whatever. He's like, man, like, I feel like I need to trade, but like, I don't think we really match up. He's like, I need a wide receiver one. Your wide receiver one was Tyreek Hill. You lost him. And I go, you're right. I was like, I'm still interested in trading you Todd Gurley if, if you want. He's like, I, I got an offer because I really need to improve my tight end. He goes, I will trade you Nick Chubb. And my tight end of Jason Witten, who we just picked up today, for Todd Gurley, Malcolm Brown, and your tight end, sorry, Eli, Delaney Walker. And I go, that, that seems pretty fair to me. If you could just like throw in a wide receiver, like I, that would be awesome. I said, how about like throwing in Mike Williams? He goes, oh, no, I, I can't do that, but I'll throw in like Justice Hill. And I go, honestly, it seems pretty fair. And he goes, yeah, I, I think so too. And he goes, I'm just going to look at it and let you know. We hang up. He texts me. All right, I proposed it. And I go, okay. I texted him. I, I accept it. Click. All within those 10 minutes. Like, no back and forth, no fighting, no bargaining. It was just a really kind negotiation. So, BFFs. How'd I do? Frank? I actually like this trade for you. I, I said, like surprised. I, 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 I said downstairs, I was like, this is a great job by you. I mean, you give up, essentially you give up Gurley and Delaney Walker for Nick Chubb. You get back Jason Witten. Uh, you also got back Justice Hill. But overall, you know, I think if we're just ranking the running backs here for rest of season, like I'd rather have Nick Chubb over Todd Gurley. Gurley looked fine in week two. They used him more in the red zone in week two. Obviously, we saw the goal line touchdown, but then we also saw that you know, later on in the game when they had a goal line opportunity, Malcolm Brown was in the game and Todd Gurley was on the sideline riding the bike. And I, we came in Monday, Tuesday, you're talking to me, you said, dude, I got to trade away Todd Gurley because yeah. I'm worried about this. Yeah. And the earlier report that we got today was that Freddie Kitchens wants to use Nick Chubb even more. So, you know, he looked good against the Jets in week two. They've been throwing him the ball so far in the first two weeks and now they want to use him even more. I thought this was a slam dunk. I understand, you know, you might want Delaney Walker more than Jason Witten. Well, I do, more upside sure. there, but. Give me the uh, give me the running back that 
I will trust more so on a weekly basis to get his team's red zone touches, about to be used more in the red zone, and until Kareem Hunt comes back, you know, if, when Kareem Hunt comes back, he is the guy for his respective team. So oh, I love this trade for you. I just realized uh, Will Disley's on the waiver wire? So pick up Will Disley. Drop Jason Witten for Will Disley. Sure. Or drop someone else and kind of just ride the matchups between Disley and Witten. Nope. But I, I love this trade for you. EY, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I like it too. Look at Nick Chubb was my uh, running back five. Uh, you know, was a, I was high on him all year. That hasn't changed. Uh, they didn't get off to a great start, but I mean, eventually, uh, common sense prevails. Nick Chubb is. Uh, he's an every down back. This guy can do everything. Uh, and and I, he's a guy I still believe in. I have him on a ton of my team. So yeah, that's a, that's a great trade. Gurley is what he is. I mean, I took him, uh, I think I probably had him higher, higher rank than most people. So I ended up with him on some of my teams, but uh, I mean, Gurley will improve. I, I believe that everyone's like so worried about it. Look, they're managing him because they want him in the playoffs and they didn't have him last year on top of the knee and, and, and injured, you know, injuries. That's why he didn't play and Malcolm Brown played. They, we have to follow what they do. Look at, they paid Malcolm Brown to keep him around. They're going to use him. This is a committee. All of a sudden, Todd Gurley isn't a bell cow. There's really only one or two. You mean like Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, you could argue, argue Elvin Kamara right now and Saquon Barkley are the only bell cow running backs in all of the NFL. Everywhere else is a committee. That's the way the NFL is going. You just have to accept it. Todd Gurley is not that anymore. That's why he wasn't going first overall in the first four or five picks. But I still think he's a good value where you got him. Um, I, I was happy picking him up at the end of the first, early in the second. So, And I still believe that that will it will come. McVay's going to have to uh, improve his offense. The, the, the defenses in the NFL have figured them out, and and they're uh, they're having a hard time getting things going. How about this? Through the first two games, Greg Todd Gurley five targets, four receptions for eight yards. Nick Chubb eight targets, seven receptions, forty six yards. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Now the carries did go up for Gurley week one to week yeah. two. Uh, receptions went up week one to week two. I think it's going to be hard for him to come close to those fifty nine and sixty four receptions he's had each of the past two seasons. I think they're going to make it a thing to. No, let's not overuse Gurley, especially in the receiving game when they have as great pass catchers as they do. You know, when they have Brandon Cooks, when they have Cooper Cup, and they have Robert Woods, and you know they kind of mix in the tight ends a little bit. I don't, I don't think Gurley's going to come close to his reception total that we've seen in the past couple of years. Yeah, I listen. I agree with you. I was off that train, Frank. Florio is the big Todd Gurley guy coming into this year. I kind of lean more toward him. Just watching with my own eyes, using the eye test here. There's too much Malcolm Brown. And much like we talked about with Teddy Bridgewater a second ago and Taysom Hill, Malcolm Brown's going to be there. There's no rhyme or reason to it now. It's like he's getting whole drives off whether he's feeling it or not. I can't do that. There might actually be rhyme or reason to it. I saw, someone, okay. I saw someone tweeting about this last week uh, before that Rams game, and they said, you know, on drives where the Rams are running up-tempo, which is something they like to do a lot with their offense, you know, if they're just driving down the field, they're not going to, you know, go back to the huddle to get Todd Gurley out or to run him off the field immediately to get Malcolm Brown. And if you were watching that game, the touchdown that Todd Gurley scored was actually one where they were running the hurry-up, the up-tempo offense, and he was just on the field for that entire drive. When they have drives where they're moving a little bit slower or they have time to think about things, those are probably going to be the drives where, you know, once they get in the red zone, you're getting Todd Gurley on the sideline riding the bike instead of Malcolm Brown. So uh, there is some rhyme and reason to that. You know, knowing when the up-tempo Absolutely. offense is going to come, that you don't necessarily know. I mean, defense don't even defenses don't even know it. I mean, that's what makes the NFL the NFL. It's, you know, there's obviously a level of uh, unpredictability. 
But when they are running that up tempo, I think those will be those will be the drives that Todd Gurley is finishing off. Let's get into the players that were dropped this week. Because if you picked up Demarcus Robinson, you picked up Raheem Mostert, and you picked up Nelson Aguilar, and even your boy Frank Gore, you had to drop people. And the one name that to me is more interesting than anybody else, EY, is D.D. Westbrook. He was dropped in a lot of places this week. And during week one, all was well. Week two, not so much. People are picking up DJ Chark. They're picking up Chris Conley. And now they're dropping D.D. Westbrook. Overreaction, or should they be dropping him? No, I mean, I feel like, you know, Foles is not the guy. The, you know, the connection between a quarterback and receiver, that's that's like, I think, is should be one of your number one things. If there's a chemistry between the quarterback and a receiver, that then you should go that way. D.D. Westbrook was obviously Nick Foles' favorite target. Well, Nick Foles isn't the quarterback there right now. Now right. it's the, the the secret garden is out there whipping things around. And he prefers to take risk and throw the ball downfield. And that's not D.D. Westbrook's game. So, I mean, for me, I mean, you, dropping him is, is part of the strategy for right now. Keep an eye, you know, like you got to watch when Nick Foles comes back uh, off the co- collarbone to pick him back up. He will be available. So you just got to keep your eye on that. If you play in 12-team leagues where you have deeper bench spots, where you have eight bench spots, or if you play in a 14-team league or deeper, Greg, I would hold on to D.D. Westbrook. If you play in a normal 12-team, shallow bench, five bench spots, or anything shallower than that, I think you you can let go of him. I play in a home league where I have just five bench spots, and last night I dropped D.D. Westbrook for Debo Samuel. And I think you know there is more upside with Debo Samuel right now. As EY mentioned, Gardner Minshew, the way that he's playing, he's either targeting downfield, he's taking off and running himself, or he's checking it down to Leonard Fournette. He's not really looking so much at the slot receiver here, which is D.D. Westbrook. So far through the first two games of the season, D.D. Westbrook's target share ranks just uh, 17%. That's fourth on the team, even behind Leonard Fournette. So I think if you play in a shallower league, you actually could let go of D.D. Westbrook. There's another name on this list that's really interesting to me, and it's Jamison Crowder. Because in week one, he had 14 receptions, 99 yards, but 14 receptions. Last week, not so much. I get it. The Jets are on their third-string quarterback this week. But then they have a bye, and theoretically, Sam Darnold is back, hopefully. That's in, what he's targeting week five. In week five. Judy last night was putting her waivers in. He was like, Jameson Crowder sucked last week. I want to drop him. And she was deciding, picking up a guy like Debo Sam was like a perfect example, somebody like that. And she's like, well, who do I drop? Drop Jameson Crowder or Randall Cobb. I was like, well, Randall Cobb in a good spot this week without Michael Gallup. Like... I don't really want to drop Jamison Crowder either. Like, those 14 receptions in week one, I can't ignore that. But people are dropping him. What would you do? I would try to hold on to Jamison Crowder. I'd rather hold Crowder over D.D. Westbrook. I'd rather own Crowder over Randall Cobb. This is more of a roster construction. If you need a play for this week, I would lean with Randall Cobb because he's going up against the Dolphins, and I don't really want to trust any Jets wide receiver as long as Luke Falk is the quarterback here. But by the time we get back in week five... Things are going to look different. Sam Darnold is going to be back, and we could be looking at double-digit targets once again for Jamison Crowder. You know, we were just talking about, or rather, EY was just talking about the quarterback-to-receiver connection. All throughout training camp, all the Jets beat reporters said that Jamison Crowder is Sam Darnold's guy. It wouldn't surprise us one bit if he catches 90 balls this year. And we were all kind of scoffing at that, and then he goes out and catches 14 receptions in week one. So if Sam Donald is back here from week five on, you won't have to worry about the buy anymore. You potentially have a you know solid to low-end wide receiver three in PPR leagues in Jamison Crowder. I would rather hold him than the other receivers we've talked about dropping so far. What about you, EY? What do you do when it comes to Jamison Crowder? 
uh, like Frank said, this is roster construction. And I also believe that something you have to take into consideration at this point is, is your record. You mean like if, you know, right. there's, I'm, I'm Owen two in leagues where like my team is ridiculous. Like, and I can't understand how I, how I'm, I don't have a win yet. Holding Jamison Crowder over the next couple of weeks isn't going to do me any favors, but getting someone like Debo Samuel, getting someone like Goodwin that's going to play now and, and give me points now, I need to win now. If you're a person that's 2-0 and or 1-1, and hold Crowder, because when Darnold comes back, there's a connection there. But the other thing you have to worry about here, middle of the field, Herndon's going to be back soon, and that's going to cut into his work. He was right, man. You're 0-2. You can't use Crowder in the next two weeks. Peace. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. I really get bothered when coaches don't go for a touchdown win and with a couple minutes on the clock try to go for a field goal win. Yeah, I'm with you there, especially in the college ranks. The NFL, they make the kicks mostly, except for Vinatieri. But in college, it's dicey. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter if you're Alabama. The kicking game, not as consistent as in the NFL. Watch live weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on SportsGrid and Zumo TV, channel 719. All right, final 15 or so minutes here of the program. 
I talked about the trade I made this morning. I'm not the only BFF to make a trade this morning. EY did too. EY out here making trades. Yeah, what, what's going on, EY? Yeah, was, uh, the the greatest fantasy league in the world is the name of this. It's the NXT one. Went to Superflex this year. Steve Cutler with a uh, team spread where he had about 700 receivers and two running backs. Uh, he just traded away his only running back, Elvin Kamara, basically, <laughs> to me. So uh, I don't feel bad. This is what he offered me. Kamara for Daniel Jones and uh, Miles Sanders. Love Miles Sanders. And I knew that I'd have to hold on to him till week five or six to see any real production, but it's, it's a headache. You I mean, Jordan Howard watching him plod forward and slam into the back of the line and fall down and get a yard. I think it's going to be a thing all year as long as he's healthy. Uh, but yeah, getting Kamara at this point, and this is something that you can do in your leagues. Look at like people that own Kamara are panicking. Drew Brees is, is is out for six weeks, maybe more. Teddy Bridgewater looked awful. I don't think he is awful, but he looked awful in the first game. I think he'll improve this week. Uh, Sean Payton will coach him up, and the, the, the game plan will be completely different than having a Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, at the controls. But I think that means Kamara's going to get even more work. That's what I believe. They're going to lean on him. They're going to lean on Latavius Murray. These are two guys. If Latavius Murray, I'm sure, has been dropped in leagues. Go get him. I think going forward for the next four or five weeks is going to have a heavier workload than than what they've had. Uh, EY, is this a dynasty league? No. Because <laughs> if not, I don't know in on what planet, even in a dynasty league, I mean, you're probably not making this move. But uh, so the all the power to you, buddy. Yeah, the background is Steve Cutler is out of his mind. That's uh, first and foremost. Uh, he's what I could uh, call in the fantasy world a donator. Uh, we have to, have, you know, every league has these guys. That's what he is. Like having around one of my really good friends, but he is a donator and he is a New York Giants diehard fan. Is, so I knew he, he couldn't resist. Is Steve Cutler around to Skype in right now? I'd like to know what the <laughs> F he's thinking. <laughs> Take advantage of your donators. Take advantage of your league fandom. That's the uh, that's the lesson learned here from Eric Young. This is real advice, though. Know your league and know the people you're playing with. The, the, I mean, he sent me that trade. I'm not taking advantage of him. The fact that I'm a psychopath, I read everything, I watch everything. Sure. I'm I'm on a show with you guys who are experts. I consider myself an enthusiast, uh, high level enthusiast, but an enthusiast nonetheless. Um, so yeah, I mean you got to know that this is this is part of winning in fantasy football, winning in your leagues, especially in leagues where uh, there's a couple jelly beans on the line here, boys. Absolutely amazing that people just donate the amount of jelly beans that they do in fantasy football and make a trade like that. Even if you are excited about a man Danny Dimes starting for the New York Giants, Frank, let's continue down going over some of the most dropped players, and we're running out of time here. Obviously, Dante Moncrief should be dropped. That guy stinks quite a bit. Terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one name that stands out here, too, and I think it's kind of similar to Jamison Crowder. It's, you know, what position are you in? Can you afford to hold this Michael guy? Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yeah. yeah like I Sean Jackson, too. Ideally, I wouldn't want to drop Michael Gallup, but, you know, he's out the next two to four weeks. If you're playing leagues where you only have five bench spots, if you don't have an IR spot, I understand it's kind of tough to hold on to these guys, but damn, man, Michael Gallup looked really good the first two weeks. I, I would try my best to hold on to him. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with Deshaun Jackson as well. I want to hold on to both of these guys because both have clearly have talent and both are being utilized in their offenses. Greggy, how about a player we own on a team together here? Kenyon yeah. Drake. Yeah. That guy stinks. So my question well, rather his team stinks. My question in regards to Kenyon Drake is even more all encompassing. EY, including Kenyon Drake, are there any Miami Dolphins that you want to own? <laughs> Devontae uh, Parker. Listen, uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still <laughs> going to look at 
If you look, he was, you know, fingertips away. The, the, the cornerback made a great play, knocking a ball down. Fingertips away, the Devontae Parker story. And that could be a thing. But listen, I mean, look, I understand if you have to drop him, obviously drop him. This this could be a record-setting, one of the worst teams ever in the NFL. They're just trading away everyone. Uh, I'm hoping, because I have Kenyon Drake in a bunch of places, I'm hoping they trade him away to a team that needs a running back. And uh, But Devontae Parker, even Preston Williams, I think if Josh Rosen ends up becoming the starter, right now, Fitzpatrick, he is not afraid, uh, you know, Better or worse, he's going to throw the ball downfield. They're going to be losing almost every single game. They're going to be throwing the ball in the second half uh, in the fourth quarter. And Devontae Parker has every tool that a, a number one wide receiver would need. He is still healthy. He's still tall. He still has a giant body. He still has unbelievable leaping ability and has good hands when the ball gets to him. So, I mean... Look at bye weeks are coming. You're going to need starting wide receivers. Devontae Parker is the number one wide receiver on the Miami Dolphins for whatever that's worth. For what it's worth, I'll just piggyback Nothing. off, off uh, EY here. Devontae Parker does lead the Dolphins in target share 20% and and leads them in uh, their air yard share. 35% of their air yard. So he's being targeted downfield. Uh, that's only been translated to three receptions for 75 yards. <laughs> so I'll just throw that out there, but according to the target share in the air yards... He is getting opportunity. Two more players are on the most dropped list I want to get to. David Njoku and Jared Cook at the tight end spot. The most popular tight ends to pick up this week were Will Disley and Greg Olson. Would you drop David Njoku yes. and Jared Cook yes. for Will Disley yes. and Greg Olson? Yes. Eric? Yeah, I think I would too. The, the Will Disley thing is, I'm pumped. So I bet you I have him on probably over 80% of my plus 50 best ball leagues. I have him uh, as a guy like you're taking in your last pick. And when he played at the start of last year before his injury, he was heavily targeted by Russell Wilson, heavily targeted. Like I understand that DJ DK Metcalf is there. Tyler Lockett is there, but reality is, is Will Disley. I think as long as he stays healthy and going forward is going to be a big part of this offense. Their defense is not good. And they've shown that over the first two weeks, Russell Wilson is going to be throwing the ball more than we're used to. And Will Disley is going to reap those benefits. I believe that I'm, I'm really high on Will Disley. You've been high on Will Disley all summer long. Another check mark in the right column for Eric yep. Young. Now, let me get into some buyer. I might retire after this year. You probably should, <laughs> man. Once you, With the amount of money you're about to win, you probably can. The only place you could go from uh, here, EY, is, is down, unfortunately. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let me, be some negative regression, boys. I was going to do buy or sell, but I want to get into the Twitter questions. I want to help people out. Yep. So, we got a couple of trade questions. I'll throw them out to you guys. We'll all opine. Giving up Julian Edelman and Dalvin Cook for Mike Evans and Carrion Johnson. Yay or nay, Frank? This is an interesting one. I asked him about his league format as well. It's a standard, but you get a point per first down. Dalvin Cook and Edelman by far have more first downs than Mike Evans and Carrion Johnson. You know, that that obviously is going to change, but man, in a standard league, I want the best running back that's available, and to me, that's Dalvin Cook. This is a really, really close one. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with Edelman and Dalvin Cook, but to be honest... I don't know if that's the right answer. Eli, I'll throw it to you, man. You give up Julian Edelman and Dalvin Cook, you get Mike Evans and Carrion Johnson. They might have more upside, uh, those later, those uh, the latter there, but with the fact that it's standard and there's first downs involved, I think Dalvin Cook is the best running back involved. Eric? 
Yeah, Dalvin Cook might be one of the best running backs in the whole league, and he's healthy right now. Uh, We know that he does get hurt. This is part of of who he's been as a player in the NFL, but we can't count on that. Carryon Johnson, I think, is only going to improve. I love Evans, and I love Carryon Johnson, but with that trade, I feel like you just got to, especially with the first down thing, you just got to hold with what you have because Dalvin Cook is the best player out of those four, and that's how you win trades. Yeah, like if... Obviously, it's a small sample size. We only have two games so far, but I do agree that Dalvin Cook's the best player in this trade and probably has the best upside to, you know, if we're just talking about drafting next year, like Dalvin Cook is probably has the highest upside. Like, he might be a top five pick heading into next year as well. So, Greg, what do you think? I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, Dalvin Cook's side, Julian Edelman's side, yeah. that's the side you want. Yeah, don't don't overreact to Julian Edelman having a close. bad game. I don't think it's close, to be honest with you. All right. All right, let me move on. But please buy Mike Evans right now because he's about to torch the New York Giants. Yeah, Jameson Crowder, Corey Davis, Lamar Jackson, getting Julian Edelman, Phillip Rivers, and Tyler Boyd. This one's also really easy to make. I'm making this trade, man. I'm getting Boyd and Edelman for crap, crap, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I would want to take Edelman and Tyler Boyd. You obviously bolster your... Wide receiver core. This uh, question came from Andrew on Twitter as well at Andrew uh, 4401538. I would take the wide receivers here. Obviously, you know, Tyler Boyd and Edelman, you're getting two high end wide receiver twos there. Um, The only pause that I have here is there's still a chance. What if Lamar Jackson is this year's Patrick Mahomes? I understand there's only one Patrick Mahomes. I agree with everything EY has said about him, generational player. But in terms of that late round quarterback, that ascends to be a top three quarterback this season, that's a real, real difference maker. I have slight pause for that reason, but you know, give me those high-end wide receiver twos. They're so hard to come by. I, like I said, no-brainer for me. EY? I think it's a little bit closer. Fine. Right, yeah, yeah, I feel like in this case, you probably go for it. Lamar Jackson, look at, like, is there an easier schedule? for a quarterback that he's had so far and will continue to have this week. But going forward, after the third week, that's when we're going to really see. Uh, I do not believe Lamar Jackson is is half the quarterback that um, Mahomes is. It's just the reality is he is not a thrower. He was not a thrower in college. Has he improved? I feel like that's pretty obvious. Is he a great runner? Maybe the best runner in, in the NFL at the runner back position? Yeah, I believe that to be true. But... He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to throw for 50 touchdowns. It's just not going to happen. Can he have half the production of Mahomes? Yes. Could could he uh, end the year as a top five quarterback? Yes. But I do feel like that is less likely to happen. So if you can get those other two players and have him in the package, then I probably would make that trade. All right. Moving on. Mecole Hardman for Devontae Freeman. Are we there yet, guys? Ewell, I'll start with you. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would do that. I understand Freeman has not been what we were all hoping he was going to be. Uh with the the, the having the old offensive coordinator back there it, it being heavily used. Obviously, Edo Smith is going to be used. It's it's going to be a timeshare. Guess what? Welcome to the NFL. You know, this is the this is the NFL going forward. Everywhere is a timeshare. Devontae Freeman's going to score touchdowns. I believe that Devontae Freeman is going to get more work. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons eventually are going to play with a lead, I believe that at some point, uh, and Freeman's going to get more use. And McCall Hardman is the fourth or fifth option on on the look at Kansas City Chiefs. That's the best offense in the NFL. And anybody who wants to argue with me, you know where to find me. That that they're by far the best. Uh, but Demarcus Robinson proved that he's going to play above and be uh, more highly targeted than, than Miko Harmon. He's a rookie. 
I mean, that's that's just as plain and simple as that. Does he have the tools to be great? Yes, someday. But Demarcus Robinson is a good player, and he showed everyone that this week. Frank? Yeah, if you have wide receiver depth, I mean, assuming you're not relying on Miko Hardman, I mean, either way, I'm probably still making this trade. It's a good buy low right now for Devontae Freeman, unless you believe that he's just completely washed. They were talking about him throughout training camp, that, you know, he's in the best shape of his life. He looks better than he ever has before. Well, he hasn't looked that way so far on the field. He's averaging 2.16 yards per carry to Edo Smith's 6.3. Freeman has played 75 snaps. Edo Smith has played 60 snaps on the season. So, you know, it's a it's probably closer to a, an even split than even we predicted coming into the season. With all that being said, um, yeah, I'm, I'm buying low on Devontae Freeman here. Final trade question of the day. It comes from Rondo number nine. OBJ and Chris Carson. For Christian McCaffrey, EY, you just said you like getting the best player in the deal. What do you think? Oh, man, that could be argued here. Uh, My biggest worry with Christian McCaffrey is Cam Newton is hurt. I mean, it's it's super obvious. Read a thing this morning that he's still in a walking boot. He's not going to play this week. That's what I think. They haven't said that, but I don't think he's going to play. They're not going to risk that. Uh, And even when he is healthy he he is he's been basically unreliable for the last two or three years odell beckham is is a generational receiver i mean he's he's not a uh whatever you want to think about obj it doesn't matter off the field on the field this is a guy that produces fantasy numbers i want him on my team uh i think i had him ranked as my third wide receiver off the board this year my fourth and i would i wouldn't i wouldn't trade him away from mccaffrey because i'm worried about him here's what i'll say greg just for context this this person also has Devonte adams julian edelman tyler lockett and sammy watkins on their team i may i make this trade i upgrade and get the running back i think uh, with this roster i do it yep. tomorrow on the show the leftovers buy or sell and Virginia Zaka's Thursday night preview as well. He's EY, he's Frank, I'm Greg. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Today, man, it was a crazy waiver period, specifically in the Superflex. We talked about it a lot yesterday. Uh, EY will join us coming up a little bit later on in the program to talk about his leagues. And, Frank, I think we should just dive right in. And I think we should both start um, with our Superflex leagues. Because that's what, to me, was the biggest story of the week. Basically, right? Like, what do you do in Superflex leagues with these quarterbacks? Mason Rudolph was our top quarterback on the board. In your Superflex, how much did he go for? Yeah, Mason Rudolph went for 17% of the free agent acquisition budget in my league. Your pops, mentioned yesterday, went to my pops. He lost both Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees. So he ended up getting Mason Rudolph. And, you know, I think the way that we read the situation yesterday, especially with what's going on so far today, we had the report from Sean Payton that you don't necessarily know who's going to be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, that they can actually split reps between Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, very sneaky, super flex ad right now as well. But we read the situation correctly that we had Mason Rudolph ranked the highest. It still remains to be seen, but overall, I think his situation, the fact that the Steelers pass the ball as much as they do, the weapons that they have, we ranked Mason Rudolph the highest of those quarterbacks that are stepping up now. It's Daniel Jones and Teddy Bridgewater and potentially Kyle Allen with the Carolina Panthers as well. So goes for 17% of the fab budget in my league, Greg. How much did he go for in yours? So 17%, so really $17 out of 100 is what it was, right? So for me, in my Superflex... Mason Rudolph went for $66. That's crazy, man. Crazy, I, man. But this is, people try to ask us a fab percentage, and it's a, lot like, it's a lot like auction prices, right. right? When we're doing auction drafts, where, yes, we can tell you an idea of how much a player should go for, maybe like a 5% spend. Like, uh, when it comes to James Conner, maybe you spend 40 to $45 uh, dollars in your whatever, in your auction before the season. And that's what we try to do for fab leagues, but no one really ever knows. And and every league could be so drastically different from the next. So he goes for 17% in my home league in a Superflex league. In Greg's Superflex league, Mason Rudolph goes for 66%. 
Greg, how much did you have on Mason Rudolph? I minus twenty six percent. I had twenty six percent. I had three quarterbacks ready. I thought Mason Rudolph really was a great trade ship. I said it a lot yesterday on the program, um, and I felt comfortable with that. The team that got him in my league at sixty six dollars, he started quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers and Joe Flacco. He needed him. Yeah, quite bad. I'd say so. Mason Rudolph, he was the number one guy. Number two was Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to get into that in just a second. How much did Teddy Bridgewater go for in your league? He was not added. Teddy Bridgewater was not added in, in super my Superflex flex League. Why didn't you add him? I don't have enough roster spots, to be honest. My bench is all handcuffs or high upside wide receivers. I have Gardner Minshew as my backup quarterback as my QB3. I like him more than Bridgewater. 